0: Greetings and welcome to Sisterly Soul Stories. This is Erica Dotson, and I'm so glad that you decided to tune in again today. If you missed last week's episode with Dr. Lashandra Jackson, I encourage you to go back and take a listen, but I am super elated about the lady that is with us today. She is my sister of 30 years. Our friendship is strong and long. She is a wife, She is a woman of God, she's an educator, and I am so grateful that she decided to join us today. So I want to welcome to Sisterly Soul Stories, my sister, Jeterika Smith. Welcome, Jeterika. That was a nice (laughs) intro right there, E. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm so glad that you're here girl oh yeah it's been busy (laughs) but I couldn't miss this I was like oh that sounds like a great opportunity to talk and chit chat because you know with our busy schedule we never really get to to socialize but yeah I'm here yes and so what's so funny is I have friends that when I do my you know my birthday post for all my longtime friends they're like you have friends that have been your friend that long and I'm like Yeah, I got Mm -hmm. lifelong friendships that I have been blessed with. So, yeah, (laughs) I just wanted people to see our relationships, see our sisterhood, um, and then hear about how we're handling things during this very difficult time. So, good stuff. mm -hmm. So, the question that I always ask our guests when we start is, how are you doing? personally, and then what are you doing to care for yourself during this very difficult time in our world? Um, honestly, during the pandemic and now nothing has really changed except, um, me valuing my downtime by myself. So before it was kind of like that quiet time. It was like, this is just too quiet and I'm not used to just being by myself or just having all of this downtime. And now since the pandemic, we've had the pandemic, now I'm back at work. It's like required. Like I have to have some downtime. I have to have some peace of mind. I have to sit down and just be my, by myself in quietness instead of all the running and running and running. Because mm-hmm. during that time, it it really made sense that, just sitting and doing nothing is important for your health very important Mm -hmm. so before it was like no i can't sit still i gotta go to the parties i gotta go do this i gotta go help work i gotta go help with church i gotta go help with and that made more sense to just sit down somewhere and focus on me so i focus on me now (laughs) sit down somewhere that was the theme of the uh quarantine right (laughs) you better you better say that (laughs) sit down somewhere Cause your body will shut down on you. Okay. And that, that has happened a couple of times too, where you just work and work and work and this needs to be done. And this has to be done. And I have to go to LA to visit my parents and I have to do these things. And during the pandemic, I couldn't, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. So I started to value like being able to just be at home and rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Same, you know, because I think I'm also used to being on the go. Mm-hmm. And right before the quarantine happened, my father passed away. And so right. all the things going on in the world and then working and life, and then that happens. And then we're in the quarantine. So now I have to just sit. And then I had to kind of sort through feelings and emotions. And that was, that was tough, but also it helped me also to really value, uh, that still away time that I hadn't been really giving myself over the right. years. Um, yeah, yeah. so 100 relate so in addition to that you know our day-to-day is filled with so much toxicity and negativity no matter where you go um whether oh, yeah. it's on social media tv at work in your family wherever you <laughs> you get confronted with toxicity and so what are some of the things you do to guard your heart and your mind from that toxicity Oof. you know what me and my sister were just talking about this yesterday because <laughs> we have like different meetings and groups that we, we go to and people that we deal with and just the negativity and the toxicity of everything that they're talking about. It's like, why are you so negative and why are you so disgruntled? You got a house, you got beautiful kids, you got money coming through the door. Like why is everything such a big deal? Um, for example, yesterday was a big topic about these cell phones on campus and these kids and these cell phones. And I'm like, as an academic counselor, advisor, I'm like, we fighting so many other battles. Mm -hmm. A cell phone should not be the main priority right now. Right. You know? So it's like, I have to sit back and be like, don't come off as why are you tripping or, you know, coming to people with their same toxicity. I have to understand their viewpoint and try to approach it a certain type of way, or just sit there and just be quiet and be Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. they just want to (laughs) talk. They just want to talk. They just want to just let them talk, but to protect me, mm-hmm. I have to go and pray about it. Like I really have to be like, let me go over here because that toxicity—I don't really want to be around it. Yeah. But in a working environment, in certain groups, you have to deal with people. You can't just leave them by the wayside and not deal. So I'd be like, Lord, help me with this chick over here. Help me with this guy over here because right now I don't even feel like dealing with them. Right. So just pray about it and and, and hold my tongue and you know, talk to people like you, my sister, and different people that know or can relate to being in this type of working environment or being in social groups where you got that that negative vibe going on. So talking it out and and praying about it. Yeah. So same (laughs) (laughs) right um because you know like the bible talks about guarding your heart and your mind Mm -hmm. because even when you're around people even if you aren't engaging in that it like it seeps in and then you Mm -hmm. go home and you're trying to figure out why am i heavy why am i arguing why am i in a mood and sometimes it's other people's stuff right we pick up throughout the day so one of the things i try to do when i come home is wind down um and allow a release right um from all of the noise from the day and so one of the things that I do I, I like to take a um, salt water baths um like epsom salt you know bath mm-hmm. and just relax and listen to music sometimes turn the light off so I can just kind of get my zen to just mm-hmm. kind of clear the noise so that I can go back out and take care of my daughter or mm-hmm. get dinner together but I need that time to kind of wash away the toxicity <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah Oh yeah, because I can't carry anybody else's stuff because mine is heavy enough. enough. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like baths. I don't, I, I don't do the salt baths often. I do like water though. So if it is like on the weekend, if I can get away to the beach, go to Huntington, go to Redondo, go somewhere and sit down by the water and just chill and enjoy the breeze, I'm good to go. It's very refreshing. Is that why I'm doing this salt water? Because I miss the, the water. Girl, <laughs> come on back to the West Coast. quick oh, playing. Quit playing. Lee, I <laughs> miss just being able to just drive down to the beach. It's yes, yes, yes. Ooh, so Marina Del yes. Rey, wherever. Yes. Anywhere, yeah. So I enjoy that. But on a daily, it's just talking it out, having a drink, mm-hmm. sitting outside on the patio. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's some of the simple things and talking is a good thing but you got to know who to talk to okay come on got to know who to talk to (laughs) because there's sometimes I'm like oh my gosh I'm just so frustrated and I get home and I can't necessarily talk to my husband about everything because he's a problem fixer Mm -hmm. and I'm like my job is not for you to fix Mm -hmm. I just need to Mm -hmm. to vent no 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 you need to go in there and you need to and I'm like check this out You stay in your lane. I work in education. (laughs) You stick to the computers, baby. You stick to the computers. So, yeah. Yeah, that's how I pretty much relax, relate, release. Yeah, okay. So our topic today is adulting through the pandemic. Um, And when when I think about you, I think about when we first met and all of the fun times we had growing up. And I can't believe we're adults. Like, (laughs) I still feel 17 in my mind. (laughs) Girl, right? I I can't believe we'd have made it to the 40s. And so we're having to do adult things. And um, just wanted to talk a little bit about the transitions of life and how uh, they weigh on us and what that means for us in this season that we're currently in. Absolutely. So let's talk. Do you remember when we first met? Yeah. Okay. So I know it was windward, uh-huh. um, but I think it was the, 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 when we did like the different independent schools. Was it uh-huh. when all the different independent schools had met at that, that, that gathering? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, uh-huh. I don't remember much, but I remember yeah. it was at that, that thing. Uh-huh. It was so funny because, you know, you're always looking for that one, right? And then because at the time uh, at our school, I was the only black girl at the school. So then when I realized you were going to be there, I was like, right, (laughs) right, right, right. No, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. We we became automatic friends and sisters like right away and began to spend a lot of time together and share and grow. Um, And so when you reflect back on our years of friendship and and our interaction, how do you think we've kept our friendship, um, solid and strong? Um, one of the main things were we were always able to communicate so freely. Like we never held back. We've always been able to talk. And even when we would go long periods of time of not speaking, it was like, we would pick right back up where we lost, where we left off, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's never been a moment where I felt like you would never, you didn't have my back. And I was, I hope it was never been a moment that you no, feel like never I've never had your back, you know? So it's like one of those things where it's like, I, I don't question it. It's mm-hmm. not to be questioned. I don't question it. I, I call you be like, Hey, this is what's going on. Or I need you. You've been there for me. I'm there for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty much a lot of the reasons why we've been able to just Go different sides of the earth and then come back together like hey let's keep going you know I agree and I think that there's always been that honesty and transparency yeah. between us and even like growing up together we were able to share so much so many wonderful experiences and just like coming of age together that's such a huge transition into young adulthood and then to be able to share Experiences of young adulthood um, mm-hmm. were uh, so important, and they are mainstays in my life, especially. Right. And so, you know, when I think about this time, friendships, sisterhood mm-hmm. is so important. You mm-hmm. know, when you see people are passing away and getting sick, and you know, people are dying, and just all these things that are going on that are outside of our control, it makes you really value um, the the friendships and the relationships that you have because we lean on those Mm -hmm. in order to make it through the most difficult times of our lives. Absolutely. And when I think about all of the good times that I've had in my life, you were Mm -hmm. there, Mm -hmm. Um, you were a part of it. Mm -hmm. And even the bad times Mm -hmm. I was able to share with you um, and you were able to, to be a friend and a support and a comfort.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Unfortunately, everybody doesn't have that. You know, sometimes, (laughs) sometimes people, don't connect with the right folks or they don't um, have the opportunity to be in, in community and in partnership with folks who are reciprocal, who love them, who are willing to nurture them. What do you say to uh, young ladies or women that are kind of struggling in that area, especially during this time? What are some things that they could do to care for themselves or even to begin to foster relationships with others around them? Ooh what I'm dealing with the young adults that I deal with on a daily, um, a lot of the time they want to go to the people that are around them the most, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, those aren't always the healthiest of relationships, you know? Mm -hmm. So I try to encourage them to reach out to people, even if it's adults or counselors or whoever, who aren't, you know, they're not going to bring them down, but they're going to build them up and not take their information and spread it out there in the streets and mm-hmm. look for people that's going to give you a foundation and not break your foundation down. So although, you know, they might be around you every single day, they might not be the best, you know, influential person to help get you to, to the next stage in life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a hard one because people will be like, well, this is my family and this is my sister and I got to be able to trust my family and trust my sister. And I'm like, well where do you think this information that got out here where do you think it came from Mm -hmm. or why why do you think you're feeling so heartbroken right now because the people that's closest to you that you think are closest Mm -hmm. to you don't always have your back first so look for those people that have a positive influence and want to see you grow and not bring you down Mm -hmm. and not build themselves selves up off of your your hardships and your downfalls. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, sometimes we look for people who are like-minded to connect Mm -hmm. with, but it's also a good idea to look for folks maybe who are already where you want to be in life um, or who are, are striving towards the same goals as you, because you may need to sometimes shift your circles depending on where you are in life, because we know that some relationships Hmm. Or for a season, they're Hmm. not forever. Sometimes the Lord allows you to come close to people only for a period of time. And then that's over, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's it's normal and fine to mourn that relationship, but then also to begin to look out and around to see who is the Lord sending into my life now at this point to be able to help me get to where I need to go next. Right. And it's not the the sayers, but it's the doers, because you got a lot of people that say, "This is what I want to be," and this is the person I strive to be, and blah blah blah. And you look at their actions, and it's like you're really not growing, and you're really not doing what you you, you say you want to do, or mm-hmm. say who you really want to be. So mm-hmm. that's another thing. The circle of friends, you're right, and being able to, like you say, observe, uh huh, and see and and see what people do. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> And not just what they say. Not just what they say. Absolutely. Um, Oh, no. I've certainly had my share of disappointments in relationships. um, And sometimes maybe have even stayed too long in friendships or Mm -hmm. maybe have overlooked offenses, Mm -hmm. which is the Christian thing to do. But Mm -hmm. also you want to be smart (laughs) Mm -hmm. and wise about your dealings with others um, because you don't want your heart to be crushed. Absolutely, uh, by people who don't care about you as much as you may care about them right. right 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 and because of the kind of person I know you are and that I share those same characteristics, we always want to see people grow and build people up so we see broken people we want to fix things and help them and be loving and then things don't necessarily be reciprocated or they'll take advantage. And then we looking like, so. <laughs> what about me? We what mean? about, what, what about me? What? what? <laughs> <turn>. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So, yeah. I think that's a hard one. And that's something that, cause I'm in therapy. Okay. I think everybody should be in therapy. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um, that's one of the things that I'm learning that you you can't, help everybody you can't fix everybody um there everybody is not your project yeah. your project is you right yeah. <laughs> you gotta make sure you're good right and that you take care of yourself because sometimes you do have to stand alone sometimes there is no one to pour back into you you gotta know how to pour into yourself because I know there, there have been many times where I'm looking around like huh, mm-hmm. somebody and then mm-hmm. it's hard for me to really ask for help anyway yeah I want to help me. (laughs) Right, 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 right. But sometimes you you need to lean on somebody. You're right. You You need to be able to reach out to folks. And that's that's difficult for me to do. Mm -hmm. And I want to take care of everybody else. -hmm. People will take advantage of that. I know. (laughs) That's why I was like, we have very similar characteristics. I think your tolerance and your patience is a little bit longer and stronger than mine <laughs> when it goes to some things. But it's one of those characters. That's why we are great friends, because we always want to take care of those. And we see people struggling. We'd be like, you know what, what can I do to help? Or, you know, I'm here for you. But sometimes we get tired, mm-hmm. you know, and when we get tired, it's kind of like the world start crumbling down and everybody's still like, but we need, we need, we need. And I'm like, do you not see me now? about to have a nervous breakdown right now. Are you still needing Hello. right now? <laughs> <laughs> Red flag. Yeah. No, you're right. It became real for me when, um, like I shared when we kind of got into the uh quarantine. Mm -hmm. And that's when I really started uh battling with depression and anxiety, like fear of the future, regret about the past, and just kind of going back and forth. And I really felt like I was locked in to that, like just full of sadness, you know, grieving the death of my father, grieving the loss of my marriage, grieving the world being closed down, you know, grieving my aging parents, just all the things, you know, they were all starting to bear down on me. Um, And I couldn't reach for anyone because I didn't have any, like, I didn't have anything, and so it was a time where I had to be poured into just, you know, sitting with the Lord, prayer, therapy, surrounding myself with close friends and family to try to replenish, Mm -hmm. and really, that was a time that a lot of things, you know, I shared, and and especially, like, the taking care of folks is really when I had to start putting in limits and boundaries, and that was new, and that's still hard, Mm-hmm. It's still hard for me to put these walls up and boundaries and say enough, like, okay, gotta, it's time. <laughs> I'm only going to do this much. I only have this much to give because I mm-hmm. need to hold on because I don't know if it's um, a, our, a our, uh, Christian tradition or if it's just the way we were raised, but I, I feel like sometimes I don't want to be selfish or don't want to like hog up all the resource for me that i have a responsibility Mm-hmm. give it out to others. And then mm-hmm. that makes it really difficult. Mm-hmm. You want to be that vessel, but sometimes that vessel needs some help, you it's know? It. Yep. <laughs> hey, you need some new wheels, or some <laughs> new oil in the tank, something to make it roll because you get tired. You get tired, mm-hmm. you know? And when I was younger, people would be like, oh, well, I'm mad at such and such because she didn't show up at my party or he didn't show up at my party. And now that we're grown, we still have some people that do stuff like that. And I'd be like, we grown like mm-hmm. we have different responsibilities I'm like people got kids people got elderly parents they're taking care of they got to work they tired mm-hmm. well they didn't have to work today they could have showed up at my party and I'm like if you don't get over this like we are not at high school anymore you know yeah. I think it's hard sometimes for folks not to center themselves mm-hmm. in every scenario you know people think about the offense it caused to them as opposed to what might be going on with the other person right so they didn't show up they didn't call me back they didn't come to my party they didn't right. reciprocate or what have you but what's going on with them you know right. maybe things are all right with them I know there were people in my life who felt away like because I fell off the grid for a little while but I was thinking like you didn't know I was trying to hold on to my sanity at mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. right like I wasn't being any kind of way I was trying to maintain I was trying to be well um and so sometimes I think we miss out on relationships because folks don't think broadly about the folks that they are connected to right and I think that's the difference between you and I as well Mm -hmm. where I can go long periods of times and and not talk to people Mm -hmm. and even if they do fall off the grid I'm like if they really need to throw in that towel or need to put that red flag up they know I'm here so it's like you fell off the grid but I'm like okay she 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 good enough if not I, I know she gonna ring that bell like Jay I need some help mm-hmm. and a lot of my friends I'm like that with but I do have some of those needy friends mm-hmm. that if I don't call them back or if they sent me a text message or I didn't respond the next day and they like Jay I hit you up and I'm like I know I was gonna <laughs> get back to you let's be patient like so those that's helicopter good. friends, that's another thing. They can be overbearing sometimes and overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's good that you are letting them know, like, yeah, I got, I got the message. Mm-hmm. I had something going on. You're setting mm-hmm. a boundary. You're mm-hmm. letting them know, hey, I had to take care of me first or what I had going on. And then mm-hmm. when I had the opportunity to do so, I reached out to you. Right. But I, Erica, I've never been a telephone talker though. Like maybe in junior high, we would sneak on the phone and I might get on the phone, but I would never spend like hours and hours and hours on the phone as I got older, high school, mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. I was more like, show up, let's turn up, let's have a good time, then pick up the phone and be like, hey girl. It's but been- that's like what we said earlier, the actions. Yeah. The actions. So if, if a person knows you, really knows you, then they already mm-hmm. know that about you, right? Because mm-hmm. it's your actions, it's the way you care for your friends. Mm -hmm. that lets them know that you that you with them so you don't have to be on the phone or around them all the time because they know that your heart is true so it really carries whether it's uh, every day or once a week or once a month or twice a year whatever Um, because if folks know who you are truly then they give you the space to be yourself Mm -hmm. and they respect your preference and your boundaries and so I think during this time that's important for us to make sure that we set those boundaries so we can care for ourselves. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the other piece is is uh, talking about uh parents. So <laughs> this <laughs> this also is a season because you know we got these parents, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, growing up, my mom, you know, she was she was in it, in it to win it. To, oh, she she yes. made sure we yes. were good oh, and yes. to take care of us. Oh mama Sheila. Yes, Lynn. <laughs> out the discipline and the instructions and everything Mm -hmm. um and and you know i know your family also your parents your dad your mom Mm -hmm. everybody was handling their business but it's so funny now because i feel like the roles have reversed because we have gone from them telling us and taking care of us Mm -hmm. to us having to tell them and take care of them. Talk mm-hmm. to us a little bit about that shift and how that has been for you during this time. You're a friend. <laughs> <sighs> All I can say is, I would have never thought mm-hmm. that. I mean, you hear the stories and you hear about parents, you know, the roles reversing and, and, and things, but my parents have always been hard on me, Kendra, like you said. They always like, you need to have this together, you need to make sure this is going on. and okay so now that they 70s mid 70s or what have you they're not taking care of business and i walk up in the house and be like what is going on here like what oh i was just too too tired i had to sit down i couldn't finish mopping what like what and then the critical thinking thinking piece is like It's not that they can't afford to do certain things or to make certain things happen. They just don't. They just don't. They just don't. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) prime example, they got the kitchen done. Remember when they got the kitchen Mm remodeled, what have you? So the rain came. (laughs) Oh, kitchen. The rain came. It started to deteriorate the bottom part of the door, the kitchen door. So, like, I forget what kind of soft wood it was in the middle, but it started to separate. So now that part of the wood is is falling off the door. So I'm like, all right, it's time to go buy a new door. (sighs) I don't feel like going to look for no door. And I'm like, but your door is falling apart. All we got to do is go to the (sighs) side. Like, getting mad over stuff mm-hmm. where i'm like <laughs> but you were saying that the door falling apart now we're trying to get the door fixed and now it's a hassle because mm-hmm. you don't want to put on no clothes and you don't want to go over there to those look at the door mm-hmm. okay so guess what leave the door there for, for a second and then i'm just gonna come back with a door and i'm not gonna ask you what kind of door you want i'm not gonna ask you no yeah, questions. yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna make it happen. I'm gonna make the decision for you. Mm-hmm. And you try like not to be like that with your parents because you know they gave us all kind of opportunities mm-hmm. and had the patience of Joe for us, but good Lord, right now I'm like, I I can't do this. I can't do this with y'all. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a door is falling down over here and you won't even go to the store to go look at the door so we can fix it. Mm-hmm. Easy fix. Mm-hmm. Easy fix. Stuff like that. So you're finding yourself having to step in and guide the decisions, make the decisions. Girl, luckily it's two of us, me and Candra. Yes. So we tag team. So when she get tired, she'd be like, your turn. (laughs) (laughs) When I get tired, I'd be like, your turn. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So So, yeah. So it's like the same with me and Irvin. Uh Um, So my mom has moved here, my stepdad and That has been amazing uh, that they're here and closer because I have, you know, more community here and they're like right around the corner. So that's, that's a huge blessing. Um, But so growing up, you know, they cared for me, you know, um, and they were helping me to get my life. Right. Right. And so now I feel like I'm trying to help them also to, you know, save their lives Mm -hmm. and, you know, in the way of taking care of yourself and what you eat. Ooh. And the way of taking care of yourself and and getting rest in the way of, you know, doing the exercise or the walking or even just sitting outside Mm -hmm. um, and getting sun because Mm -hmm. all of those things are important to maintain and to thrive. And so I just find it really interesting now that I, I feel like the fervor that they had and taking care of us mm-hmm. I don't always see it for themselves no and that's the part not. that makes me sad you mm-hmm. know because mm-hmm. I want them I want your parents I want mm-hmm. my parents to be just as energetic about caring for themselves now as elderly adults mm-hmm. as they were about taking care of us and so right. um, because I want them to have long life and I want them to have enjoyable long life right and so um, that's a weight You know, that's a way, that's something I think about a lot. And then my grandmother also, who I love dearly, but who, you know, want to still be in charge and still hand out the orders. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Mm ma'am, we got, let's, let's try to work this a little different, Mm -hmm. you know, but giving up that independence, Mm -hmm. you know, and to actually yield and listen to the kids. Yeah. They so stubborn. Um, they stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> they stubborn. Um yeah. one of the blessings of the pandemic also was just be, to be able to be home. Yeah. Spend that quality time with them. Um, because with me living away for all these years, our conversations were mainly by phone. But mm-hmm. to be able to sit with them, mm-hmm. spend time and just kind of see like, hmm. Um, time is moving on you -hmm. know and then how do I want to be in relationship with them moving forward you know in this in this season right right Mm -hmm. yeah the the pandemic was harder on me with uh, associating with my parents though because mom was very paranoid about germs coming into the house Mm -hmm. and you know certain things so she'd be like "Mm -hmm, you stay out the house You, you don't have to come visit you stay out there we good over here. And I still, you know, I just felt a certain way about that. Cause I'm like, I want to see you guys. I want to be around you, but I felt like you really not trying to see me. It kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I'm like, okay. All right. Um, but now that it's starting to open up a little bit, they're starting to move around. Now I'm starting to see like, okay, so you did miss me, but you was just being me. You, you missed me you you miss you really wanted me around so now it's like well you come to LA you coming down I, I heard you talk to Smitty Smitty said you was gonna come down here for whatever and I'm like okay okay starting to change up a little bit we might be able to to mend this going down there and seeing the parents but it's just that stubbornness and seeing their mind starting to change you know it's not as Mm-hmm. on point to me as it used to be or the things that are big issues now you know they weren't ever big issues before yeah you know mm-hmm. I'm like all right this is what we're working with and I mean luckily neither one has dementia or you know early onset dementia or anything like that. It's just them sitting in the house just getting older mm-hmm. just sitting and getting older you know and I think that the pressure And the stress of the time, maybe speeding up the aging process. Okay. I I will always believe that. um, Okay. Because even as young folks, like we're carrying the stress of the time. I mean, think about like 2019 compared to now and Mm -hmm. how we, you know, move about with our Mm -hmm. shoulders up, with our Mm -hmm. jaws clenched already, Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to being, you know, a little bit more relaxed and thinking, feeling like we were invincible almost. But now, It's like our uh mortality is like at the forefront of our minds. True. And True. with that, like so, so thinking about also during this time, how has how has your faith changed? So I know you're a church girl like me, grew up going to church regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and singing, not singing, oh, girl, singing, singing, oh. ma'am, in the choirs and things and competitions and all of right. that. Um how, how has your faith shifted or changed during this time? I don't, I can't necessarily say my faith has shifted, shifted, mm-hmm. but my presence as far as going to church is, mm-hmm. has changed. So being used to going to church every single Sunday or being around people all the time or having different church events when the pandemic hit and they were like, nope, we can't gather at the church church house or we can't do this or meet for choir rehearsal or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, once that let up, it was like other things started to come and play and take place of it. So I'm still trying to catch back up to making more time to get back to the church house instead of just watching the videos and, you know, just being more active, mm-hmm. just being more active. But as far as me knowing Christ and trying to do the Christ-like things, mm-hmm. it, it really hasn't shifted because through the pandemic, I was still like, this is going gonna to be okay. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be out he's he gonna be gonna work this out, he's gonna figure this out for us, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just more of my presence of going to church has changed mm-hmm. more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I noticed that a lot of people were nervous about church being closed because it was like, what are we gonna do? Um, but folks really, I think, develop a strong relationship with the Lord for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw people having their own bible studies and prayer Mm -hmm. groups and just trying to figure out how to navigate the relationship because sometimes if you go to church all the time Mm -hmm. you can get used to or dependent upon the pastor or the worship leader to to bring you into fellowship or to Mm -hmm. lead you into worship but then when the you know when you're at home (laughs) <laughs> and you want to commune with the father, or you need to go to him, or you need a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to know how to do that for yourself. And Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. I, I've i seen people do that, you know, in a in a real unique way. And I think that's one of the wonderful things about the pandemic was that people really learned how to get close to God for themselves, you know. Okay. Yeah. And so even with the church being back open, you know, some people are deciding, hey. I don't want to be a every Sunday worshiper. Um, I want to worship online Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's been interesting to watch some of my pastor friends and folks that I know like deal with that because that's a new reality, you know, and how are you going to navigate your, your leadership during this time? Um, and what does that mean for, for the church, you know, and how you pastor and how you minister to people, Mm -hmm. um, I think in a lot of ways, it's a great opportunity that we now have to be Mm -hmm. able to meet people where they are, Mm. because Mm -hmm. some people may not ever come inside of a church, but they may come to your living room (laughs) or -hmm. they may hop on a zoom with you and you can share your faith with them and have a conversation and give them the plan of salvation Mm -hmm. right where you are. And that was the design anyway. That's what we're supposed to be doing anyway. Right. It's not just a Sunday thing. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. (laughs) no you're right and I think it's easy to get comfortable Mm -hmm. you know I I think many of us have gotten comfortable or had gotten comfortable Mm -hmm. with you know we go up to church on Sunday Sunday Mm -hmm. (laughs) I go to church on every Sunday I go to church yeah you're right you're right we pass up the world Mm -hmm. we pass right by folks who are struggling going through Mm -hmm. things challenged Mm -hmm. you know we may say a God bless you but as far as really being in fellowship and really ministering to people Um, I don't know if we were really doing that as much as we should have. So I think it's a unique opportunity now. Sure. Sure. True. True. I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. And again, the church is not the building or the establishment. It's the people. So It's it's the people. So yeah, you're right. It's the people. You're right. So what would you say to, uh, young folks, young women who are trying to figure out, what's next for them in this season with things changing so much, um, with, with the world being so unpredictable, trying to navigate, how would you advise them or suggest that they move forward? Um, I mean, of course, always look to Christ first, find your foundation, you know, look to Christ first, see what your purpose of this, this whole, this life is, you know go to Christ say Christ what am I supposed to do he's no, he's gonna tell you it might not be comfortable it shouldn't be comfortable um and he'll navigate you through what needs to happen and looking for the correct people to surround and make those positive changes mm-hmm. like don't go to the next person that's talking about oh I want to be a stripper and I just want to make money and I'm gonna move to Atlanta and have a big house and all that look for people who are going to ground you in the right direction so if it's going to be good money or, uh, be financially successful, make sure it's something that is Christ-centered, mm-hmm. you know, something that is going to be looked at as a plus, not a negative. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm knocking anybody who's strippers or anything. Don't get me wrong. I didn't say that, but you know, if you're looking for something, make sure it is, how can I say reputable? Make sure it has a good reputation behind it. Authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jeterica, I want to thank you for taking this time out to just chat with me and our sisters here. Uh, We are going to continue to adult through this pandemic, Um, no matter how difficult it might be. We can lean on one another, Mm -hmm. our families, and our relationship with the Lord to make it through. And I'm so grateful that the Lord has you as a staple, a mainstay in my life. Um, I can't believe it's been 30 ready for 30 more ah, yeah. <laughs> 30 more 30 right more. <laughs> right, right right yeah so we that, got this thank you for your sisterhood you are greatly appreciated and so are you thank you Keith and thank each of you for tuning in today. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation and that you were able to glean some insight from it and encourage you to continue to listen on Spotify, Apple and Google platforms on Sunday mornings when it's uploaded or just tune in here on Saturdays. And if this conversation and others have blessed you, please pass it along to your friends and we look forward to connecting with you again. Thank you all so much for sharing your testimonies on how you have been blessed over the past few episodes. And if you have a show idea, please don't hesitate to reach out. Be blessed and have a wonderful Saturday. Goodbye.